This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is Modern Geek Podcast number 65, recorded November 20th, 2012. I'm Chuck. And I'm Juan. Welcome back to Modern Geek. This is the week. This is the week where everybody goes absolutely bat crap crazy, spends their entire year's budget on stuff. In America. It can be a lot of fun. Actually, don't they do that everywhere? I mean, doesn't I mean well, it may not be well, Black Friday, but it's like don't people start buying crap as soon well, as Well, yeah, this is kind of like the um full bore Christmas mode weekend coming yeah, up here. Right. Um you just don't have uh, actually, the, you know, more uh in Canada it's more Boxing Day than anything. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, okay. On December 26th. Sure, sure. And, you know, that's that's the that's when people do the like the the lineup at the stores thing and uh, get like the really big door crasher deals. Uh, Although, you know, it it the the Black Friday stuff does bleed over. I mean, especially since a lot of the companies up here are owned by American companies. <laughs> you know, it, it it does bleed over. Um I actually have not gone out of the house for Black Friday in a number of years. I was about to say it's like actually I have not been to a uh, a Boxing Day sale in a very very long time. Yeah, I don't do I, it. I think I t- I told this story last year, but I, the 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 last one I remember going to was uh, with my dad and my brother, and we actually had um like those like CB not CB <laughs> you know the the the, the oh, newer yeah, technology. Sure. Uh huh. We we basically like we want this 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 and this yeah. spread out, and we'll use the <laughs> the uh, walkies to communicate. <laughs> and we're like, okay, I got this. Okay, cross it off the list. Okay, I got this. Cross it off the list. And <laughs> we we're in and out in about five minutes. Wow. Yeah, I just I, I just can't I just can't bring myself to. I'm I, then again I've always been one of these people that I generally don't do super well like in the mall anyway. Yeah, I, I don't like being. <laughs> around other yeah. consumers <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah i don't know but i haven't been watching them as as super close as everybody else but you know who has probably one of the best like roundups is gizmodo they've always had mm, just yeah. an awesome uh they they really put a lot of resources into uh you know busting ass and figuring out what's going to be on sale where and how and how it's going to work so if you are one of those people that's going to you know figure out the game and play it well uh, i would suggest gizmodo as your first stop they update it ongoing they have a little application online now that keeps track of all of it for you well and and i think that that's the key to to uh, these sales is to uh know what you're getting into um we no actually have a kidding. call from ferris um about this chuck Juan, how are you it's your pal ferris Hey, Black Friday is coming up. A lot of electronic stores and uh, assorted outlets will be having deals on various electronic devices, including all-in-one printer scanners, for example. A lot of these deals, a lot of these bargains, maybe are not actually so good. Here's a cautionary tale. True story. 
but we'll change the names to protect the innocent. This is a true story about a guy. We'll call him Harris. This guy bought an all-in-one printer scanner last year for something like uh, maybe 8 bucks, maybe 25 something like that. Point was, it was cheap. He's getting a deal, right? Turns out, this printer, it just drinks ink. It does maybe 17 pages of cartridge. Plus, the cartridges are not the type that are refillable. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit with the 17-page uh, figure, but not by much. So here's my whole point. Do not be like this guy. Listeners, if you're out there, if you're thinking about getting a dirt cheap printer, look into it a little bit. Look into, number one, what kind of user ratings does it have? Number two, what kind of mileage does it get for ink? And number three, are the cartridges refillable? Because if you buy that dirt cheap all-in-one printer scanner, chances are it's only going to cost you money in the long run. Love the show, guys. Happy holidays. Peace. Thanks for calling, Harris. <laughs> yeah. That is probably about the number one complaint I hear from Sale Electronics. Um, I, I, I did spend a few years working at a computer store, and you, know, you get the odd person coming in with a printer on its own saying, you know, this thing drinks ink, and it doesn't work very well, and I only got it like eight months ago, and it's like, what, when, when did you get this? Oh, I got it for Boxing Day sale. It was like 20 bucks. It's like, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so you want to buy a new one or what? <laughs> um, generally, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if cheap printers um, are kind of like the number one crap products that sold this time. You know, um, you know I, would, I would actually venture to say that there's another one that's number one. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you and, think? Lookalikes. That's like, mm. uh, you know, a product that is designed, and I don't mean to necessarily be a, a complete ripoff, like it, like it's a, a fake or something, but I mean like... <laughs> a sorny. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like something that is very similar to a very, and seems like it's the same kind of product as a very popular item. Ooh, you know what's going to be a big one this year, and has been for the last couple of years, I would think? Yeah, cheap tablets. Would, yeah. You got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You remember, know, remember a few months ago when I was looking at all those seven-inch tablets that you know had forty-five-minute battery lives and you know resistive touchscreens. Yep, they still it. got those. They're trying to move them, so. and that's it. You know, little little Jimmy wants a wants an iPad and and you know and or a Nexus, and you can't afford it. So yep. you you find this uh, you find this other brand and it's a small tablet and it, it you turn it on and it works you know and uh, it has a display and it's really cheap and it's marked half off today and uh, you buy it for you know 110 bucks or something yep. and you find out later that it's just a piece of crap and and regardless of how much it's marked off its full price or how much cheaper it is than the other item you know Jimmy might have been a lot happier you know with something that cost $110 and is worth $110 than something that costs $110 and is worth $5. Right. And I think that's where it comes into is that don't go for the impulse buys. Do your research yes, on, that's on the it. sale items. It's literally just Google the product model number and review. And I, I, I know for some of the, uh, the lower, the lower quality, uh, 
uh, tablets that I were looking at back a few months ago, I realized very quickly that the ones that were definitely crap were the ones I couldn't find any reviews on. <laughs> they just don't exist. Every single website was not reviews. It was the press release from the company putting it out. <laughs> and you can't like, it's like if CNET or um, whatever they are these oh, days yeah, isn't reviewing it. It doesn't exist. Then it probably doesn't exist in any realm of what you want to be throwing money at. So <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean you're you're gonna find some pretty decent deals. Like a for the most part, a Blu-ray player will play Blu-ray discs. You know, whether or not it'll do it, uh, you know, ten months from now when they put in a new Blu-ray code for for newer discs is is another matter entirely. But it's yeah, it's I I'm very wary of anything purchased on an impulse. You know, the one place, too, that you might, uh, I've seen people have some luck, or actually with the laptops. If you're looking for a relatively low-end, cheap Windows laptop, uh, Sean, for example, has bought a couple this way, Uh, either either on uh, uh, Black Friday or on sale periods, uh, especially in sale periods where he was able to combine uh, other discounts and things that he had. Uh, yep. Buy more is very much that way. You go to buy more, they have a, you can stack sometimes the, the discounts and that sort of thing. But like just looking at, uh, at Gizmodo's little thing, uh, application there's a, uh, 15.6 inch laptop, a 15 inch laptop, uh, for 349 bucks. And I'd be willing to bet that if you look into that, it's probably it's a pretty standard gateway. These are kind of the low end laptops that they sell anyway. A lot of times, again, do mm-hmm. your research, check the specs and everything. But uh, you know, the difference is that a, a low end laptop often is still fine. You know, right? Um, yeah, I mean, set your expectations. If you're if you're getting a low end laptop, you're obviously not going to be playing any video games or no or World of Warcraft or uh, anything on there. However, if it's, you know, I, we just need another word processor in the house or just another internet browser, I mean, damn, this is the time to go for it. And especially this season when they're going to be clearing out probably a lot of stock of Windows 7, I would think. Uh, with all the Windows 8 boxes coming along, there's going to be kind of that weird market where you're going to have the, the, the cheapo Windows 8 stuff and clearance Windows 7 stuff. So I think that there's prob- this is probably a really good time to buy. Yeah, and it looks like you're going to find a lot of uh, like five hundred and six hundred dollar laptops that are marked down extensively. Oh yeah, uh, as opposed to a three hundred dollar one for a hundred dollars, it's just probably not going to happen. But a, f- a five hundred dollar one for three hundred dollars is quite quite realistic. So, um, but that might that might not be a bad bad place to go. Um, definitely. You know, look at the price history a little bit if you can too, because a lot of times these have been slowly creeping anyway. Um, so, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's called lost leader for a reason. Is that generally there's going to be some stuff on the floor that looks like it's on sale, but if if you really look at what the price has been for the last month, it's already that. I just have a hard time recommending Black Friday because I'm afraid, you know, Ugh. people are going to just have such a miserable experience. There's just so many pitfalls to it. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's, 
Well, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, the two big recommendations here. Number one, do your research ahead of time. Number two, do not impulse buy. No matter yeah. what the price, just do not impulse buy, especially tech gear that you expect to use for more than a minute or two, you know? <laughs> Like and a laptop I, I, we or a say this out of experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say even, yeah, just those two rules. And generally, I think 90% of the people are going to be fine. Yeah. Um, this also actually kind of leads into a little bit of another discussion um, that I've had with my family um, as to generally like the Christmas season and gifts for geeks. And this is always one that, you know, everybody's got their own different opinion on. Oh, I know how to approach this. Gift cards for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Okay. When you talk about geeks, we're talking about people that are very passionate, very into something, uh, are very opinionated about it, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. So whatever that is, whether it's tech gear, whether it's clothing, whether it's whatever, just imagine that it's like buying gear for a, a geek is sort of like buying clothing for your 13 year old daughter. <laughs> you know, just that's a really good way of describing it. And actually. I'm being stereotypical here. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I realize that, but, but what I, what I mean is they're going to care about things related to it that may not necessarily matter to you, even if you are a geek as well, unless you've geeked out in this particular area with the person quite a lot, uh, you probably aren't going to be able to figure all of that out. So I I don't know if you have specific recommendations here. I have to admit, <laughs> I'm kind of a weirdo when it comes to this stuff. I think that uh, making a person happy with their gift is way more important than surprising them. Mm, yeah, so, <laughs> I, I fall on that same side, actually. Um, for, like, say, the last, I don't know, four or five years, my... Um, my my mother is basically our coordinator amongst the family of of what everybody <laughs> wants for Christmas. So she'll you know talk talk with my uh, my sister and and figure out what she wants and uh, and um, and with my stepdad and stuff like that. And then for for me and my brother, uh, my brother's also very much into like tech stuff and, and geek culture that kind of thing. She basically says, "Okay, you two need to send me lists." <laughs> and it's literally and, and actually my brother it has, i believe has compiled the list and sent it all at once and i uh this year i started just anytime i came across something that um i thought i would like but would not buy for myself i've just taken a like a, a picture of it or or copied a link to it and just sent it you know with the subject title xmas <laughs> and, nice. and that seems to have worked pretty well is that you know everybody seems to get what they want and then it i I've, i don't know from my perspective i also like it as well because then i know that the person that i'm getting the gift for is going to appreciate it yeah there are really a couple of kind of common ways to do it like with uh um with people really i guess the people i buy for that are geeks are like you and sean you know yeah and uh and and with people like you, I would either talk to you and do it together, you know? Yeah. <laughs> because screw it. I Like I said, I'm way less interested in, oh, look, surprise. Oh, you figured it out. <laughs> then I am like, you got something that you really like, you know? Mm -hmm. So so you figure it out together and just do it, you know? Uh, and, of course, the side benefit of that is, though, with Sean, you can go look at stuff and then just whip out the card and buy it. 
and you get to surprise him. So it's like a full win all around, you know? Yeah. Plus, the other thing is that, like, uh, Audra and I have very much uh, kind of adopted the season of giving, which is neither of us really give a damn about wrapping stuff up and putting it under the tree. I mean, we don't have kids, Mm. so there's really, you know, there's no (laughs) strong motivation to, I mean, we put some little things under the tree each year. They're usually like, you know, I don't know, little bitty stuff. The vast majority of everything we get it, it comes in, you give it to the person just like that. It shows up in the Amazon box and you hand it to them. (laughs) That's how long it lasts. No secrets. You know, like we just kind of do that. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're a horrible example. I feel like I cannot possibly yeah, give advice to anybody about this. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're kind of looking at it from the one side. I mean, when, uh, I, I, there are sometimes when, when my mom is like really trying to like, what, what, like you need a big gift. What do you want? I'm like, cash. <laughs> so uh, it, yeah. It'll go towards like, you know, a motherboard or a video card that I want or something. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say, oh, I want this. And it's just way over what we usually spend on Christmas. But, if it's like, for example, in the new year, I want to build a new computer and have some money to go towards that, then, you know, a gift card or something like that would be would be good. And I wouldn't feel bad about receiving one. Right. I, I don't think gift cards are a bad thing at all. Um, you know, like Sean's family heavily trades in gift cards. Yeah. Because it's just I mean, they have a very large family. I don't. Uh, but they have a very large family, and it makes a lot of sense to them, uh, for them. And I've participated in that with them, and it, it's actually really cool. So, uh, in the U.S. anyway, I mean, in Canada, unless you you want, uh, you know, the second season of uh, Corner Gas, um, <laughs> and don't have it already. Uh, Amazon I, gift cards, right? Can be a good thing, yeah. Amazon because it's just such a wide range of buying power. Uh, you, I mean, you can even use Amazon checkout now. So, I mean, there's just like a ton of stuff you could buy with an Amazon gift card. Uh, it's kind of hard to, uh, to go too far wrong with that. And Sean made the transition for that, uh, from, from buy more to that, uh, last year I did, I, uh, since I participated in that a little bit, I, I did the same and, uh, I received a few and I've used them all successfully. Nice thing about Amazon gift cards. Uh, they, they, they don't expire. Uh, they don't oh, have big nice. fees involved with them. They're not like a bitch to figure out how much you have, like Visa cards and crap like that, where with Visa gift cards, you have to like use them. and, and Yeah, because with Amazon, it just what credits it to the account, and then it exactly. takes it off of whatever your checkout is, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I actually had, had received an Amex uh, card that I can't actually use up here. I can only <laughs> use it for online orders because it's bound to the state. So that's the other thing to consider. I mean, right. the international culture is that if you're in, don't buy a gift card in one country and send it to another, because chances are it's going to be region restricted. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Um, and, and they're just, they're just kind of difficult to use anyway. Like I said, I've yeah. never run into a problem I, with Visa gift cards where like, you know, if you go into a retailer Say you're buying, you have a an order that comes up to a hundred and ten dollars, and you have you have a twenty five, you have say a seventy five dollar gift card. Yeah. you can't use it. Well, even online retailers have problems with that too. Like normally, you don't have an option to say split my bill and do two separate charges. It's a single charge. So, I think I've got about seventeen dollars left on a <laughs> gift card. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to ever use it. Uh, exactly, I, I, it's it's a maybe, bitch. maybe I'll. Maybe I'll use it towards buying another gift card or something while I'm down there 
uh, in December or something. I don't know. So one of the advantages of, of Amazon gift cards, at least in the States, is that they're really painless to use. Well, and especially since you can get such a variety of stuff off of Amazon. Yeah. I mean, whether it's, you know, electronics or media or toilet paper, I mean, Absolutely. you could use it there, which makes it a really good thing in general. I mean, there are sometimes I've thought of getting like an iTunes gift card mm-hmm. for someone, but then I thought, you know, I'm not sure if they're going to use, say, that much out of iTunes. I don't know. You know, it's it. iTunes is like that, too, though. It's, it just accredits it to the account, and then you don't have to worry about paying for anything until you run out of your credit. But, you know, it, it, it is nice to have some some type of gift card that's actually usable for more than just one thing. Yeah. One of the nice and things, Amazon is one of those. One of the nice things about Amazon gift cards, you can buy digital music with it, which is delivered in, uh, in non DRM to MP3 in the States. <laughs> yeah. You can buy digital video, which is delivered in a nasty format that you'll probably never be able to use. You can <laughs> make it but, provoked. Hey, but what the hell? Right. I mean, if you but want still, it, you can yeah. is the point. Uh, you can buy DVDs and and physical media with it. Yep. It, hell, I mean, you can buy dish soap with it. I mean, it's yeah. can, as Audra found it, you can buy cereal with it. <laughs> and it's prime shippable. <laughs> One time we were eating a lot of this cereal a while back, and uh, bachelor and, chow. And, yeah, exactly. We called it chow because we ate so much of it. Bachelor chow, and just got shortened to chow, mm. and. and uh, I haven't been down there in a while. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, she did. Well, yeah. And then she didn't want to, uh, we neither of us had time to go to the store for a while and we were running out of it and we were kind of complaining. So Audra noticed that, that if you were willing to buy six boxes of it, you know, at least six or 12 boxes of it, you could buy it from Amazon and it was prime shippable. So she ordered prime ship. Well, you'll definitely go through that before the expiry date. So why not? Sure. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It doesn't work out as well as you'd think because they just throw it in a box. So it gets kind oh, yeah. of with no no packing or any sort. So it was kind of bashed up pretty good when it got here. It actually, I mean, the boxes Bachelor powder. <laughs> the boxes didn't open, and it's not super sensitive cereal, so it was okay. I mean, the boxes didn't stack in the shelf very well, but I mean, oh, no. the cereal was fine. So what the hell? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, you could you could buy freaking cereal with it. I mean, man, you, you. I don't think that there's a single gift card that you could give that would give you more spending capability especially if the person you're you're gifting uh it to has a prime account if they have a prime account then you know they can oh use yeah it. then they're set that's so, awesome yeah i actually wanted to ask our listeners for maybe some advice here uh if you can email one at galacticwatercooler.com it's my brother's son's first christmas and i want to get him a geeky gift but something that's safe for babies <laughs> That's so. interesting. Okay. Well, I can think of, of some of the, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Like the little baby onesies. They make little mm. baby onesies with all sorts of geek sayings on them and so on. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, this is about the right time for me to order something. So I'm going to come up with something in the next uh, couple weeks here. Speaking so. of, and I'm definitely not trying to be an Amazon like salesperson here. <laughs> Speaking of Amazon. <laughs> Check out our affiliate code now. Believe me, uh, yeah, really. But uh, they, Amazon Prime, if you don't have it already, uh, is a really cool way of of shipping for the holidays. Audra and I actually we bought our first we first bought Prime because of that. Because oh, okay, she has a lot uh, how, of. Re- 
Well, how, okay. From someone who doesn't know how this works, how how what what's the advantage here? Well, okay. Uh, the 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 prime reason for having Prime is that oh, it geez. offers you uh, free second day shipping. So on anything that's fulfilled from Amazon, it has a little Prime icon on it. If you choose any of those and you just select the free two-day and they two-day it to you, for four bucks, they'll overnight it to you. Nice. Per item. You got to keep that in mind. It's per item. Oh, four bucks per item. Okay. But yeah. again, I mean, like I, I, I ordered a, a bicycle trainer that probably weighs 40 pounds for Hadra and it was Prime shippable and I paid, I paid four bucks and it, it got overnighted, you know? Nice. So pretty neat there. The idea being, though, that around the holidays, I don't know if you notice this, but they start to jack the fast shipping rates. And the closer you get oh. to the holidays, the higher those rates are going to get until they're just absurd. Right. So uh, a couple of years ago, I mean, it might cost you to, to two-day something, especially if it's a pretty decent-sized box. It might cost you 50 to $150 by mm-hmm. the time you get to where you really need to two-day it. Ouch. Uh, so So... And especially like Audra has a lot of relatives that are out of state. So if you're sending out five or six or eight or 10 gifts in little chunks, even getting ahead of the game and, and slow shipping them a month in advance, it's still, I mean, you can easily spend a hundred, two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars just sending stuff, just That's shipping. True. Yeah. And, and what we did was we found the stuff we wanted on Amazon, marked it as a gift and, uh, and prime shipped it. And just shipped it directly to them. And uh, you can tell even gift wrap. It's a, it's a little expensive. We just didn't bother with the gift wrapping in most cases, you know. But but the first year, the $80 that we paid for the year of Prime was yeah. was like a at least a 50% savings over what it would have cost us to send the crap we bought just for that holiday. Right. So we figured, oh, hell, it's worth it just for that. So we bought well, it. Yeah, that you... you. It all evens out at that point. Yeah, yeah and that, this was a few years back before we started heavily using it during the year, you know, for other stuff. So, Like cereal. <laughs> yeah, like cereal, exactly. <laughs> Once you paid the 79 bucks, what the hell, you know? Overnight me some cereal. <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, doesn't Prime have some more features too now, right? Like it's got some like digital content that's true Options. they have a lot of uh like well like for example you can uh you can stream thor and captain america and all kinds of stuff they have a lot of uh, free streaming uh that just comes with the prime account now admittedly there's some limitations if i remember correctly uh you can't uh like i think you don't get the top sound with it and there's some limitations as to whatever who cares bottom line is for watching movies it's freaking fine we've used it to watch movies a number of times Sweet. And uh, and the other thing that I want to mention along with this is that a lot of people have been kicking around uh, the fact that Amazon is offering, though they're not talking about it a lot, they're offering an $8 monthly option for the Prime program. Uh, so if, oh. if you can get this, it could, I mean, honestly... Yeah, so it costs, you know, 96 bucks a year instead of 79 but if you wanted it just for the holidays... I mean, that well, could that be, actually is depending on people's finances too. That can actually be an easier way of paying for something. Absolutely, like and I was going to say, like, if you know, if you if you can get this option, and it doesn't come up for everyone, but if it does, and you get it, uh, you know, you could buy two months of that, and you could shift all your ship all your holiday gifts for like sixteen bucks. 
That's pretty slick. Yeah. Now remember, you do. Ha- it does have to be prime shippable, and you can look right, on the site right. and see. I mean, a crap ton of stuff is. It's not like oh, only one out of every many things is. Granted, fewer are in the last year or so, but still, uh, there's still just a crap load of stuff. Like I would venture to say, ninety percent of what I buy is prime shippable. Nice. So anyway, I'll shut up about Amazon. Now. <laughs> But I am a cheap ass, and they are definitely a cheap ass way to get stuff to people at the holidays. Sweet. Now, we have a couple of uh, follow-up voicemails from our previous show. Um, Actually, one uh, about uh, the the user that was having an issue with uh, reminders and sharing. Oh, okay. Hi, Chuck and Juan. This is uh, Samurai Jack, uh, Robert. Um, I am just calling back because uh, you guys have taken, been kind enough to take my call about the uh, reminders list and sharing the reminders uh, via the iCloud uh, between um, my iPhone and my wife's iPhone. And I found that after I called you the last time, about uh, maybe a week after I called you, uh, Apple changed the iCloud website once again, and they actually put the uh, share um option into reminders so that I can share with my wife or whoever else has an iOS device. So uh, thank you uh, for taking my call, but I think, um, you know, it sort of solved itself. So thanks a lot, and uh, keep up the good work. Uh, bye. Hey, win, because that was a really yeah. cool feature. I'm glad that didn't go away. Yeah, it's good to hear that they fixed that for people that don't have a Mac. Yeah, yeah, what the hell? So that's awesome. I, I really do like reminders. We still use it heavily for groceries. Awesome. Hi, Chuck. Hi, Juan. This is Tix Panther calling in from the UK. Um, just chipping in on Evernote and also tying in on what you um, about earlier about you know how people kind of use you know use tech together in different ways. Um, I like to cook a little bit, not that frequently, but when I do, I always find that the uh, recipe books get it getting in the way, so, you know, they fold over when I'm trying to use them, so I was trying to find a way of, you know, using technology to jot down favorite recipes. Um, once I've been using Evernote for a while, I realized as I've got Evernote on my computer and Evernote on my iPad, why not use a recipe section in that? So, you know, the advantage is if I, if I find there's a recipe I'm using a fair bit, I type it up on the computer with a full keyboard sync it, and then, you know, next time I'm in the kitchen and want to cook that, I've got it all on, you know, one nice screen without having it fall over. I've also invested in a relatively cheap uh, little shelf mounting stand, which uh, not only then keeps the iPad out of the way and keeps it clean, um, it also, you know, saves worktop space in a very small apartment kitchen. So, um, yeah, one of the really useful things I'm finding with Evernote is you know, the ability to store favorite recipes. And then if, if I find one online, I can just clip it straight to Evernote from there. Anyway, enjoy the show. Bye, guys. Hell yeah, I could totally see that. I've, I've tried this. The one thing I will say is that make sure that the recipe can fit on a single page. Because <laughs> if you're, like, making something that requires you you're, you to get messy or, like, you know, like if you're working with chicken or something like that and you don't want to have to wash your hands <laughs> moving back from the iPad to the uh, <laughs> to what you're working on. So 
Um, the, the other the other thing I really wanted to uh, emphasize from from his voicemail there was to have some kind of shelf for the device, um, because especially like with an iPad with that kind of fabric cover, <laughs> that's not really good when it's sitting on the same counter that you may potentially spill things on. Huh. Ask me how I know that. <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, Evernote works really well for collecting that kind of thing. A lot of people, that kind of thing as well. I, I was going to say they they have a pretty cool, uh, they have a pretty cool kind of setup on their uh, feature on their site right now and using it for Thanksgiving, which suggests that you can, shows you how you can use it to like round up all your Thanksgiving recipes into one place. Mm-hmm. pop all your ideas together and then scan through them and kind of make a separate folder, a separate uh, a notebook for your uh, your stuff you're actually going to make and, and so on. Really, really a cool idea. And uh, same thing works for gifts. Uh, I've used mm-hmm. it that way. Like when I saw something, I'm like, oh, so-and-so might like this. You know, I, I clip it. And uh, I I use it as a major league dumping ground anyway. All the crap <laughs> that I think I might want to remember, but I'm not really sure where I'd want to put it, bam, into yep. Evernote. <laughs> That's real good for that, actually. <laughs> I have a subscription. I can put in more than I'm going to, and they have to keep it forever. Poor bastards. <laughs> so, hose it full. Well, they're not going anywhere for now. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, like I said, I think I said this when we first talked about Evernote, like it's stuff that I keep in there that is not, uh, I would not cry if I lost it. You know, it's, it's, it would probably be better if it went away, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't think they will. They seem to be doing a pretty good job of it. Hmm. Indeed. Well, I guess we should probably wrap up. Anything you want to add here, Juan? Uh, no, I had a lot of fun doing this one and, uh, if I just want to say, if 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 you are participating in a Black Friday bonanza, oh, call uh, us with your just, stories. Yes, let us know because there's always a couple interesting stories, a couple uh, interesting deals, and a couple of horror stories. So totally call it in. I would love to play a bunch of them. So if you indeed two one four two nine six nine two two nine. Yes, do it. Would it would be awesome. We'll see you next week. From everyone here at Modern Geek and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have something to add to the show, a news tip, feedback on anything we've discussed, or just some random awesomeness, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229. And follow the instructions there to leave us a message for inclusion in a future podcast. You'll find other GWC podcasts, as well as the friendliest people in geekdom, on the GWC website and forum, galacticwatercooler.com. And don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keep all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate.